0: You are the champion, the one that holds the line and finishes the mission. Everything that you want is within your grasp. You wake up in the morning ready to dominate the day, and every step taken is with purpose and integrity, because you were not put on this planet to live a mediocre existence. You are here to conquer and make the biggest impact possible, not only for yourself, but for your family and for your tribe. This world is a battlefield, and we will be victorious. This is the Norse mentality. What's up, guys? I hope that you are having a glorious day. Today, me and Cowboy Cody here are going to talk about social anxiety. And we're going to talk about it mostly in the context of being inside of a gym, especially for the first time, because this is something that we get asked about a lot. People, they start going to the gym after listening to the podcast, which is absolutely amazing. We love that this is a resource to get people going in that direction. But everything that we're gonna talk about today can be applied to every avenue of your life. It's not just in the gym because social anxiety, if this is something that you deal with, which it's something that we have both dealt with in the past, especially myself, around the age of 25 for some reason, it just hit me hard as hell, but I'll go into that later in detail. But this is really bad for the gym. And the reason for it is because the first time you go into the gym, you don't know anything. And because of that, your confidence level is almost non-existent. You don't know what the hell you're doing and because you don't know what you're doing you don't have any confidence. Well, the way that we acquire confidence in any new endeavor is by putting in the reps. And that's what I love about relating life to the gym. The more reps you put in, the easier things get. You're starting to build a tolerance for it. You're building confidence at the same time because your experience and your expertise is going up with every single rep that you do. So, to kind of like start from the beginning and then give people a roadmap about how to deal with this, you decide one morning that you've had enough of yourself and that you want something better. You want to improve your health. You want to lose some weight. Maybe you want to pack on some muscle. Maybe you have the urge to compete in strongman or powerlifting or bodybuilding or whatever it is. Either way, you've set a goal for yourself to start working out. So, you find a gym. And you work up the nerve and the courage to go in there and sign up. That's huge. That's a win That's already. A, right. That's a win. That is a victory on its own. And we need to acknowledge every single little victory along the way, because each victory that you acknowledge is going to give you a boost in confidence. It's also going to give you a boost in motivation. So you go into the gym, you sign up. Now this is where it gets terrifying. You don't know what the fuck to do. There's all this equipment. You might see some really jacked dudes in here that are just killing it. That can be a little intimidating maybe. And it depends on the person. Some people might be like, hell yes, that's awesome. I want to be just like that person. And they get fueled up by being in their presence. Other people will be like, holy shit, (laughs) this is a lot, right? We have people that walk into the Norse compound for the first time because we have so many heavy hitters here. And I know that's very intimidating for them. And a lot of times they leave because of it, which is unfortunate, but it's also... It just says that this is not the right gym for them, and that's completely okay. But anyways, you walk in there, you feel overwhelmed. You don't know what to do. There's so many different options, especially if you only have barbells and free weights available. It's easier to sit down at a machine, which is why Planet Fitness is so appealing to beginners. You walk in there. There's just a bunch of machines. Okay, cool. Like, I'll sit down. There's a little picture here Tell me what to do. I can't really fuck this up, right? That's where I started. Right. One, One
1: because uh, it's, it's cheap, and I was in college. But two, like... It's a beginner's gym.
0: It is a beginner's gym. And that's the best way to put it. And there's nothing wrong with it. I've talked shit about Planet Fitness in the past. It has nothing to do with the establishment itself, like going to that type of gym. Anything that helps you become a better person is great. My issue with Planet Fitness, because I know people are like, well, you've talked shit about Planet Fitness in the past. My issue is their business model. Their business model is for you to fail. That's why they charge you $10 a month and they make it very hard for you to cancel that where you're just like, you no, know screw it. I don't care. The cool thing is now I can walk into a Planet Fitness
1: and have a great workout.
0: And so so if I've been traveling before and I've had yeah. to hit up commercial gyms and stuff like that, and the same thing, it's like, okay, this is just a gym. These are weights I'm going to put in the work and get out of here and no big deal. Like it doesn't matter if you put so much emphasis on the facility itself, that's kind of you beating around the bush about like not really, th- that's an internal thing that you need to deal with and not necessarily a reflection on the facility. Yeah, some facilities suck. The energy's weird and stuff like that. But there's a mindset shift that you can eventually acquire that no matter where you're at, you can have a good workout. But either way, to try to stay on track, even though this is the hardest thing for me to do ever in a conversation. You go in, you feel overwhelmed. There's all these machines. There's all these weights. You don't know what to do. The only thing you can do is to start taking action. You pick up a dumbbell. You do something with it. Is it going to look like shit? Probably. If you get underneath the barbell of squat for the first time, I can guarantee you it's going to look like a train wreck. But here's the thing. Everyone experiences that. Every single person that goes into the gym, at one point, they had never been into a gym before and they did not know what they were doing. Everyone has to start in the same place. And that is the most important thing to realize here is everyone is a beginner at some point. Everyone is a beginner no matter what the endeavor is. If you start a new job. Well, at once upon a time, you were not working that job and you knew nothing about it. You're just now starting it. Maybe it's your first relationship. You go into that relationship. Well, you've never been in one before. This is completely new to you. Every single thing that we take on in life at some point, we are in a beginner phase. I feel like that is something that's heavily stigmatized.
1: What do you mean? Um, We don't like people to see us in our beginning stages. It's ego. It is. Yeah. We we don't we don't like people to see us starting out something.
0: Right. We we think that for some reason we just need to be the best at something we've never done before. And whenever you look at that, it becomes almost comical. And this is something I deal with as well. I'm like, oh, I want to be the best at it. W- what makes you think that I've that I could be the best at it right out of the gate? It's almost disrespectful to it the is, people that just came before. Exactly. You, that have right. put
1: that time and, and work in and are experts in their field. But to think that you're just going to do that in a couple of weeks is,
0: is kind of disrespectful to those who came before you. My favorite thing is when are people come to the gym for the first time and they go, yeah, I don't really want to get bulky or like look like Arnold or anything. What makes you think <laughs> that you will ever look like Arnold? He's one of the best of all time. And you think that you're going to go into the gym and lift a few weights and end up looking like Arnold. In three months. That's in what three months. Like. It's not going to happen unless you want that to happen and you get very serious about it. You know, that's things like anyone can get very serious about fitness and develop a physique similar, you know, jacked out of their mind and all that stuff. If that's what you want, it's not for everybody, but that's what you want. You can do that, but it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take more work than you ever thought imaginable. And that's okay though. That's great. But it's realizing that whenever you go into the gym for the first time, you see all these other people in there that once upon a time, all of those people were in the same place that you are now. And if you realize that, I think it can maybe take away a little bit of that anxiety that you have because people think that everyone's in there judging them. Yeah. That's setting you up for success. Right. You're exactly. You're coming right out
1: of the gate, like already clear. Oh, well, I'm going to be bad at this shit. And you
0: are. And laugh about it. Yeah. Have fun with it. Like, that thing is we take it too seriously. We take training too seriously. And when we take it too seriously, that's when anxiety comes up and that's when self doubt and all these other things start to happen. We need to have fun with it. Because that's the only way that we stick with it. It's our human nature to stick with things that we get enjoyment from. And the more that you can enjoy what you're doing, that's going to result in longevity. That's the name of the game here. We're not going to the gym to just lose a few pounds and then to stop going. No, this is a lifelong journey. From the time that you make the decision to go into the gym, to start improving yourself, this is going to be your thing until you die. Or as long as possible. As long as possible. As long as you can possibly. Right. You know, you might get old and your hips are all messed up, or whatever it is, like things will happen. But the the mindset here is I'm not just going to go to the gym to lose a few pounds and then quit. No, I'm going to go to the gym because I want to develop this as part of my personality. I am someone that works out. And that's something that we can do as well is use positive affirmations like that. Start drilling these sayings into your head. I am strong and confident in the gym. You can say that to yourself. You can also acknowledge the fact that, yes, like you're, you're going to look like a train wreck out of the gate. But the thing is, everyone in there has. And whenever we're in there thinking that everyone's staring at us and judging us and all this stuff, they're not. And it, I understand why people think like that, and I have in the past as well. But everyone in the gym is focused on themselves. That's the one place that like, we can go to, and that is for us. Especially in small gyms
1: like Norse. Um, like Megaflex, like any, any small, like non-commercial gym, most of the people that are in there that have been in these situations before and have put the time in over years, they know what that feels like. And more than likely, I would say a high percentage of the populations in those gyms, if you walk up to them and ask them a question or like, Hey man, I'm just starting out. They're going to be over Joyed. They're ecstatic about it. And the knowledge that, you know, these people, if they're if they've been serious about like their fitness for a decade, you know, the knowledge that they have could exponentially shoot you forward versus you learning
0: it on your own. And that's the thing too, is we we don't want to ask for help. Especially men. We don't think that we need to ask for help. You know nothing. This person over here knows a lot more than you and they love what they do. And because they love what they do and they're so passionate about it, they want to share it with other people. That's the reality of the situation. It's like you compared it to Norse. Everyone at Norse, they love talking about training. It is the major aspect of their life. That is what brings them purpose and fulfillment. So to share what they have learned over the years with someone else, especially a beginner, because they know how much it has transformed their life, they want to help you. So you know, don't necessarily interrupt someone during their workout. But you can you can definitely ask people for help. That's okay. You're not bothering them. I would say 99.9% of people want to help you. And you usually get a he- a better quality person in the gym. Whenever we can't compare it to everyone else in society. There's a lot of shitheads in society. They're very self-centered. They have a lot of their own internal issues that they're dealing with that make them not a very good person in all reality. That's their problem, right? There's plenty of those people, especially in modern culture. But in the gym, most people that go to the gym are good quality people, and they want the best for everyone around them, especially in a smaller micro gym, like Norse, Metro Flex, whatever, or Mega Flex, sorry. Those type of gyms, that is a community. But even at the bigger ones, the commercial gyms and stuff like that, like you're still going to find people in there that just want to help other people. So that's the most important thing here to realize is when you go into the gym for the first time or even for the first month or two, or even the first year, whatever it is, you're not going to be good at it. And that is okay. You are embarking on a new journey and that's very exciting because each time that you walk into the gym, each time that you pick up a weight, each new exercise that you try, because maybe you looked it up online or something like that, or you see someone across the gym doing it and you want to give it a shot for yourself. That's so exciting and we need to approach it from that perspective. And all that takes is shifting your mindset. It's saying, I am a beginner. I don't know much right now. And that's a good thing. That's okay. It's okay. It, it's, a, it's okay to not be good at something. And why would you expect to be good at it? You've never done this before. That acceptance before
1: you even walk into the place. That's what's is, going to set you up for success se- or not. It's going to set you just
0: leaps and bounds ahead of the game already. And... We've all been there. Yeah. And everyone that has stuck with it throughout the years, the only reason that they've been able to stick with it and eliminate the self-talk or the negative self-talk and stuff like that is because they've taken that mindset and been okay with being bad. I'm going to go ahead and repeat that one more time. It's okay to be bad. You're going to be. It's a good thing. It's a very good thing because that means that you have room to grow. And there's nothing better than that. I would hate to be in a place where I don't I can't learn anything new because that means I'm not improving. That means I've become stagnant. And that does happen to people in the gym. Like these people that have been doing it for 30, 40 years and stuff like that, they feel that way. And if they're smart about it, they'll switch it up. They'll 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 start doing a different activity. They'll switch up their training. We see that a lot with powerlifting and strongman or even bodybuilding, stuff like that, CrossFit, they do it too. Once they get to a certain level in that sport where they're not enjoying it anymore and they don't feel like there's anything left for them to learn, they switch it up and they start doing something else. And then that fire, that ambition, that novice, that's the word I'm looking for, being a novice again, they embrace that and they look forward to it because like, holy shit. Okay, cool. Like I've never done this. I, I remember feeling like this years ago, but that's the thing. They love it.
1: Once you get through that initial beginner, whatever you're doing, it doesn't matter what you're doing. If it's a gym, if it's a job, once you get through that initial like beginner phase, for me, it kind of becomes addicting because I know how to handle that now. So why not try new things? It
0: doesn't remotely set me off course anymore. So no. when I started doing Muay Thai, and it's probably the same with you, when I started doing Muay Thai, I felt like a newborn deer trying to walk for the first time so different man I felt so stupid especially whenever Ross my coach at the time he had me doing air kicks I just felt absolutely fucking stupid you know and even like throwing a punch I didn't know how to throw a proper punch I guess I thought I did I didn't and really anything for that matter it just it I remember starting to get a little bit discouraged about it but I remember shifting it and it's because I've already done this so many times in my life either if it was going to the gym for the first time going on a date for the first time starting a new business, whatever it was. Like I've been here so many times in my life so far that I've been a beginner and I've also seen me excel eventually in all of them. And that seems like everyone can, all we have to do is stay positive about it, try to eliminate as much negative self-talk as possible and continue moving forward and continue putting in those reps because over time you will build confidence, you will have more knowledge and you'll just learn to love it more and more Each time that you do it. And if it gets to a point where you're not anymore, you switch it up and that's not a bad thing either. But the reason that you get so much love again for what you're doing is whenever you're learning something new. But we think the reason that people don't get to that level is because they think that they should just know everything right out of the gate, which is completely irrational. We've already said it a few times. I'm going to keep harping on it because I think it's the main thing that holding people back because it's ego and because it's ego, we're not aware of it. And there's once you, if you approach it already like that, you don't approach it from a learning mindset. Yeah. You don't have a growth mindset. You have a limited mindset. And if you want to get anywhere in life, you have to have a growth mindset. And what that means is accepting the fact that you're not good at it right now, but you can be. And it's saying that to yourself over and over again. I'm not good at this right now but one day i will be and the more that you repeat that to yourself and you can visualize yourself you can visualize that in your head being amazing at something that you're currently bad at you start taking steps in those directions your subconscious will start putting in that work for you and then a year from now you won't be able to recognize yourself reflection reflection
1: reflection is huge man like you you have to once you start whatever this new endeavor you're starting the gym if, if you don't take a moment say you're six months in to look back and see how far you've come and be grateful for how much you've pushed yourself and how much you've learned and and how much you've already accomplished you're hindering yourself it's what i had to do with mma in general when i started back in january man i'd throw a round kick and it might hit you in the thigh <laughs> i couldn't even get it up to your body But I knew then I was like, because I I had already experienced that with the gym and, you know, any new thing i had ever started, I was like, man, all you got to do is, is just keep at it. Exactly. Keep at it. And now I'm you in the head. (laughs) (laughs) And you're pretty damn short.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pretty good accomplishment there for me. Yeah. Um, But I think that's the most important thing that we do need to realize here is you are a beginner. You're not going to be good at it. You need to continue putting in the reps and eventually you will get better at it. And it's looking forward to that and embracing it for what it is. And also trying to do that as much as possible with as many new things as you can. So now we're adventuring outside of the gym. Maybe you've never been hiking before, like a really hard hike. Maybe you've never camped outside in the wilderness, completely away from society. That right there can be terrifying as well. But then you do it a few times and it's just second nature. It it's all these little things that you can do, like always be trying to find new things that you're currently bad at and giving it a shot. Because what that does is it builds confidence as you as an individual, like in your core, you will feel more like a confident person and you will show up as that person, no matter what new thing that you're trying. Like we compare it to Muay Thai. When I started Jitsu, it was the same thing. When I started working out, it was the exact same thing. When I started my first business, It was like that as well. I mean, shit, whenever I became a dad, I didn't know anything about that. That was a huge learning experience. It still is every single second of the day. Being in a healthy relationship, that's not easy. Starting a new job. But the more that you can experience these beginner phases and being a novice and excelling and moving up the ranks and whatever you're trying to pursue. Eventually, that just becomes who you are. And it's like you said, when you go to do it for the first time, that initial anxiety and self-doubt, you catch it. And it's almost like immediately, you're just like, no. No, absolutely. Absolutely not. That's not real. But that's the thing is separating yourself from those thoughts.
1: What I really enjoy about starting something new is... That that first time, like it took me a while. The first big thing for me was was definitely the gym. Um, I was in college, which <laughs> made it 10 times worse than if I started now because um, I was 18, 19, 20 years old going into a, a rec center with a bunch of kids my age. Uh, it was just a different different experience for me. But what I like about it now is how quickly I can pick up on things. It's almost like it was very gradual at first because I was learning how to accept something new and, and experience something new. But now when I do it, dude, my progress is exponentially quicker.
0: Do you think it is the reason that is because I experience it as well. And I think most people do. Is that because you're no longer standing in your way of learning new things that, and I know how to go about it. Yeah. I I
1: know that I have to do my own research. I have to ask questions. I, I know that that is no longer going to affect me like it would have in the past. Because you've done this so many times, now you have a blueprint for it. And the principle, the the thing is, the principles are always the same with this. It's, it's going to be a little different depending on what you do. Of course, you're going to have to cater it to whatever new endeavor you're learning. But the principle is always the core. You know here. nothing,
0: I need to learn more, that way I can get more confident with it.
1: It's that acceptance that just automatically
0: shoots you forward. Yeah. And then it becomes addicting. I would say the same thing. What has allowed me to skyrocket in any new endeavor is learning. If I don't know how to do something, I immediately just start buying books. I start watching YouTube videos. I'll listen to podcasts. I become obsessed with learning because here's the thing. You are only doing that task. Maybe it's working out. Maybe you're trying archery for the first time, mountain biking, Muay Thai, whatever it is, you're looking at 60 to 90 minutes a day probably a few days a week, not even seven days a week. So you're looking at, we'll say five hours a week to this one thing, but you want to skyrocket in it. Well, how do we skyrocket in a task and learning a new thing? Get How do we skyrocket getting better at a new thing without actually doing it by learning about it on our off time? So if you can approach it from that perspective as well, where, okay, I can only get into the gym for four hours a week. No problem. But I have all these other hours throughout the day where I can become obsessed with learning and knowing more about this, learning new techniques. The more obsessed that you can become about learning, the more confident you're going to feel in the gym, because that is why we don't feel confident in things is because we don't have enough experience with it yet. We don't have enough knowledge. So if we can acquire this knowledge, which anyone can. Especially now. Especially now. You live in the age of information. Everything that you need is in your hand on your phone. If you want to order a book on Amazon about anything, you can order it and it's at your house within a day or two, if not the same day. You can watch YouTube videos for free. There's millions and millions of videos from experts teaching you what they love to talk about. I like that you brought that up
1: because that is a big driving factor for me. In anything I do. I know that one day, if I put the reps in now, I'm going to be able to help people.
0: That is the biggest motivator for me as well.
1: I know that. And that's even if I don't want to say today, I don't want to go hit a private session with my coach at Muay Thai or do the class. I know that if I do it and continue to do it and continue to show up for myself, I'm going to impact someone in the future because of what I know.
0: That's the human experience. Whenever people are always talking about purpose and meaning, especially with men, I hear that so often. I just can't find my purpose. I can't find meaning all of these different things. I can sum it up for you. Very simple. Every person's purpose on this planet is to help other people. That is why we are here. We are here to evolve the human race. The collective man, the collective, right? That is our only purpose here. Now, however you go about helping other people is up to you based on your personality and what you enjoy doing and what you are passionate about. But we are all passionate about something. And the more that we learn about that and the more that we do it, that allows us to help other people. That is your purpose. That's all that boils down to. And this is something that I've thought about so often because it's something that I know a lot of people struggle with. It's the most common question that I get asked. People send me messages on Instagram every day, and it's always a dude asking, I just can't find my purpose. My life doesn't seem to have any meaning. All of this type of talk. And that is the answer to it. Help other people. The fulfillment you get from that is priceless. There's nothing else. You will not get fulfillment from anything else more than helping other people. It could be a friend. It could be someone in your family. It could be your child. It could be just some random person on the street, or it could be just some random person in the gym. But if you can help this person, it's going to bring you meaning and fulfillment, and you will not feel any better. If you're having a bad day, just go find someone to help, and your day will get better. I'll be honest. I'm having a shit day today. Today, since I woke up, has been pretty damn bad. Getting hit from all angles. Yesterday was the same way. Honestly, it feels like the past few months have been that way. But I sat down today, and I'm recording this podcast, and in the past 25 minutes, my mood has already skyrocketed because I know that someone will listen to this, and it will help them. That is the only way that I can get out of these situations, and I know that. Did I want to sit down and record this podcast being in the mood that I was? (laughs) Absolutely not. No, I didn't. I almost like, I've numerous times, I was like, what kind of bullshit excuse can I give Cody not to do this? (laughs) But I didn't because I know, like, you're going to sit down, you're going to do this because I know that it will make me feel better because I know that I am helping other people. That's not just me, though. From what I have experienced by talking to people and from reading and all these different situations throughout my life, is that is always the common ground there. People feel the best when they're helping other people. That's when they feel the most fulfilled. That's when they have the most purpose in life is by helping other people. That The happiest people are those that are helping everyone else around them.
1: That is a very primitively rooted that's aspect why. of our life because we had to at some point. And
0: we still do though. We that's do. The, we do. That's the thing. We, we still do. And it's just no longer necessary it, for us to survive. as a species. To no longer yeah. survive. But at the same time it is. If every person... Imagine where the world would be at, and I think about this pretty often to the point that it keeps me up at night. Imagine where the world would be at if everyone just focused on helping other people. Society, our culture, technological advancement, everything would be so much further ahead if people would stop being so fucking self-centered and hating everyone else around them, and instead. Shifted that energy into helping everyone around them, trying to see a problem in the world and fixing that problem. Imagine where the world where the world would be in that situation. I wish
1: I could simulate that and show people. Yeah, but I can't. We can, not and I think one day
0: we will. I, I really do think. And I used to be a very nihilistic person when it came to humanity as a whole. I hated humanity. I had no hope for mankind. If you would have asked me, you know, what's going to happen to mankind, I'd say we're going to destroy ourselves, and everything's going to be terrible, blah, 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 all kinds of negativity. But as I get older, I have complete faith in humanity. I think consciousness is going to continue to rise because it has throughout the years. Even in the past two or three years, I've seen a giant shift in just people around me. Their level of consciousness is higher. And the more that consciousness rises, the collectiveness of it all is going to rise as well. And I think at some point we will be at a, we will be at a level where we just want to help everyone else. And whenever that happens, things are going to be really great. We won't see it. Now it's hundreds of years from now, you know, whatever. I can't tell the future, but I do see that happening. But yeah, like going back into people applying that to, to themselves. And I know we kind of went off track from the gym and social anxiety and stuff like that, but that, that is the most powerful way is what you said. Okay. It's knowing that, okay, cool. I If I go into the gym and I start putting in the reps, I start learning these new things, even though it's super uncomfortable, but I'm going to do it anyways. It's knowing that you're going to acquire knowledge to help someone else. That is such a huge motivator. Maybe it's your kid. Maybe it's your spouse that's sitting at home. Maybe you're a guy, right? Maybe you are you're in a relationship. You're a guy, you got a wife, all this good stuff. You and your wife, you're 30, 40 years old. Neither of you have ever really cared about fitness, but now you're getting a little bit older, your health starting to decline. And you, you both know that if you don't get your shit together, your future is not going to be very good. So you decide to take that first step to go into the gym and start working out. You push past that initial discomfort, which is huge. It's the hardest part. And you start developing a routine. You start seeing improvements in yourself. You start getting more confident and all of this stuff. The more that you learn, you are now going to be able to go home to your wife that you love, that you want to spend the rest of your life with, and you can get her into the gym as well, and you can start helping her. Or maybe you have a kid at home, and you know that if you can start learning how the human body works, how to live healthy, and all these different things, you can start teaching that to your child. That way you're setting your child up for success. Or maybe you have a parent. That unfortunately grew up in a culture, you know, in the 50s and 60s and 70s, 80s, whatever it was, where health really was not that important. And honestly, it's because of the government and society as a whole, corporations that don't have your best interest in mind. So they create a fucking food pyramid that is complete bullshit in order to get more sales. And that's the unfortunate reality of that, right? Is There's so many parts of modern culture that is stopping you from living your best life and from being a healthy individual. And it's 100% because of profit. And we're starting to see it now more for what it is. And that's why you do see more people in the gym. You see more people competing. You see more people eating healthier foods. And it's because now the lie is starting to be dismantled. We're seeing it for how it really is that we've been lied to for the past 50 years, 100 years, whatever it is. And now we're taking action on it. But unfortunately for our parents, if your parents are 50 their 40s, maybe 60s, 70s, our grandparents even, they had no other choice. They knew nothing different. They didn't have the amount of information that we have available to us. They didn't have social media where they could follow some really influential people that's making a difference in this world. They didn't have podcasts that they could listen to. Well, you can start taking the steps in the right direction to improve yourself and acquiring this knowledge to live a healthier life. And you can share that with your parents. These are all motivators. And it's realizing that this is not just for you. You're not just going to the gym for you. You're doing this for everyone around you. That way you can help them. And at that point, who gives a fuck what anyone else in the gym is thinking? If someone's laughing because you're doing squats wrong or whatever it is, fuck them. They don't matter. Because what matters to me is myself and my family. These people don't. Their opinion does not mean a single fucking thing. Is it going to hurt a little bit seeing someone laughing at you? The chances of that happening, by the way, is almost probably non-existent. But there might be some fucking asshole in there that is going to laugh at you or like give you some weird look or some shit like that. That is a miserable piece of shit person and their opinion does not matter. It's the same for online. These trolls that sit online, they have nothing better to do with their lives than to try to tear down other people. Their opinion does not matter because they are fucking miserable and they're not doing anything. And that person laughing at you at the gym, I can guarantee you, they will not be there three years from now. Maybe a month from now. Maybe even a month from now, (laughs) right, because they're not a good person.
1: One thing that helped me really understand that is nobody knows what you do on a day-to-day basis. No. and what you live through on a day to day basis, but you, and that helped me realize that other people's opinions really don't matter because they don't they don't live in my shoes twenty four hours a day. So, I mean, they don't understand what you go through as a person. They don't understand like how full your plate is. They don't get a say so in how you feel about yourself.
0: No, and I think that. It is important to realize when you're comparing yourself to everyone else around you. And you're going to do that in the gym. It's, it's impossible not to. You, now is the easiest time to do that in all aspects of your life yeah. social
1: media, the gym. You're going to compare
0: yourself to other people. And that's natural, but yeah. it's realizing it for what it is. It's having enough awareness to be okay, I'm comparing myself to this person. This person's jacked. I'm not as jacked as them. And you start feeling a little bit bad about it. You can stop that. was like, okay, no. Am I better than I was yesterday? And that's why progress photos are huge. Sometimes it sucks, especially if you're just not in great shape, taking that first progress photo and being like, oh my God, I have let myself go. That sucks. But here's the thing. Stick with it. Take a progress photo every week. Compare those a couple months from now. That first photo to where you are now, do a side-by-side and realize that you are getting better no matter what
1: the scale says. No matter what the scale says, fuck the scale. Yeah, no matter what the scale says. You have an option there. You have an option. You take that first progress picture that you are very unhappy with. You need to use that to sit where you are or use it to move forward. It's that simple.
0: And it's also realizing that that person that you're comparing yourself to, there's so many different factors involved, right? At one point, they were not as big as they are now. They put in a lot of hard work in order to get there. And it's not just drugs. People like to use that excuse nowadays. Oh, they're probably just on steroids and I'm not on steroids, so I'm never going to look like that. That's not how steroids work. You can take steroids all you want. And if you're not putting in the work and your nutrition isn't dialed in and all these other aspects, you're not going to look great. You might feel better, especially if you're a dude. You probably feel stronger a yeah, little bit. feel you know, a little bit stronger. And, you know, you're pumping some tests. Confidence and everything else might be through the roof a little bit. But physically. Doing steroids does not just get you jacked. That's not how this works. And the reason I said that is because I, I hear that excuse a lot. And that's what it is. It's a victim mindset. Well, I'm never going to look like that person because I don't do steroids. You could do all the fucking steroids in the world and you're still never going to look like that person because of your mindset right there. But then also, how long has this person been doing it? Maybe this person hasn't been working out since they were 12 years old. And now they're 30, 40. And they look awesome. Well, they've spent the past 20 years sculpting their body into this because they stuck with it. And at one point, they did not have any muscle mass. They didn't have that six pack. They weren't able to run 10 miles or whatever it is. Or if it's martial arts, the first time they got on the mats to roll in jujitsu, they did not know a single thing. And now they're a brown belt, absolutely crushing it. Or you go into Muay Thai and there's someone just absolutely giving it hell. Well, at one point, they didn't know how to do a single thing. So it's realizing that you can't compare yourself to anybody because you don't know where they have been in the past. You don't know the amount of work that they're putting in right now. They're eating six meals a day. They're getting eight plus hours of sleep per night. They're in the gym five to six days a week. You can't compare yourself. There's no point in it, especially if you go on social media. There's filters. There's filters. There's all this different shit now that is completely photoshop. Photoshop, It just completely clouds reality. Don't take anything serious that you see online. There's no, you can't. How could you take any of that seriously when you don't actually know the context of it and when it can be created from nothing? You can create anything that you want visually online, even in videos. Now, it's not that hard to make some fat slob in a video have a six pack. That's where we're at with technology now. So putting any emphasis on that and comparing yourself to something you see on social media, that's just fucking silly. Even lighting itself can have such a dramatic impact, right? But you can't compare yourself to other people. You can only compare yourself to where you were yesterday, where you were three months ago, where you were a year ago. If you're just getting started in this, maybe you've only been going to the gym for a few weeks. Where were you at two months ago? Definitely not where you are now. You didn't even make the decision two months ago to go to the gym. Yeah, you didn't. You were still sitting at your house saying that you need to go to the gym and you haven't yet. Now you are in here. Now you're the fucking champion putting in the work. So these are just all things that we need to keep in mind whenever we are approaching the gym for the first time. But it's not just that. It's anything. Like these principles align to every aspect of your life. When you're trying something new, you're going to suck at it. And it's accepting that and being 100% okay with it and enjoying the journey that you are now embarking on because that's what this is. This is a journey. And that's exciting. And the reason that this is exciting is because it's new. Your bland life where you've been doing the same shit every single day just got more exciting because now you're doing something different. You threw in something new that you don't know anything about. That is the best feeling in the world. And if you need help with this kind of stuff, with the gym or anything for that matter. Like I said, there's books, there's YouTube videos. There's people that you can follow on social media, putting out some really great information. If you need help with coaching, we have online coaching. It's about $29 per month. My man Ranson is doing it now for us. He's an absolute expert. The programs are easy to follow. We have different options available. Just go to northarmy.com. Check it out if you want. I'm not pushing that anyone on anyone, but if you do need a program to follow, need some, a little bit of extra help because you are new to this, get a coach. And here's the thing too. I've been doing this for 10 years now. I still have a coach. I have two coaches. I have one for my meals and I have someone else for my workouts, my programs. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's, it's okay to ask for help. That's where I want to get at here. Like it's okay to ask for help with anything. If you just started a new job and you don't know that much about it, but then homeboy over here has been doing it for 20 years, ask homeboy for some help say, Hey man, like, how are you doing this? So easy. I'm having, I'm struggling with this and you're making it look like a cakewalk. How, how do you do that? And they're going to love to tell you about it, but that's really all this boils down to accepting the fact that you're going to suck at it, enjoying the journey that you're now embarking on being excited about it, trying to take in as much information as possible, putting in as many reps as you can, because the more reps you put in, the more that you learn about it, the more confident you're going to get. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Norse Mentality. This podcast is a byproduct of Norse Fitness. We make clothing, fitness accessories, supplements, and other tools to help you reach your true potential. You can check it out at norsefitness.co. And if you found this episode beneficial, please share it with a friend. That way we can continue to make a bigger impact and change the world. Thank you for your support. we'll We'll talk to you soon.